Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. I'm Sir Richard Poshingham from Poshingham's Extra Fine Jewelry. Hey there, Sir Richard. Mark Tapper. Still looking for that old car? Not just any car, a 76 Cutlass. Like the one your father sold because he needed the money to open the first Tapper's store. Can't believe you remembered. Of course I remembered. It's a story of struggle, of sacrifice. It really is. Two things I try to avoid, if at all possible. But I want to find one just like it and give it to my dad. Don't you think he'd prefer an import? (laughs) You don't know Howard. He loved that Oldsmobile and gave it up to start the family business. The one you now operate? Yes. Feeling guilty, are we? I suggest therapy for you rather than an old domestic motor car for him. It's a loose end in our story. Wouldn't it be nice to tie it all up? I'm sure your psychiatrist will agree. Tappers, tell us your story. I'm Mark Tapper. If you know where I can find a 1976 Oldsmobile Cutlass, drop me a line at tappers.com. Hey, guys and gals, Midnight Pals. Dave Young here with Stephen Sample. And Stephen whispered in my ear just now that today we're going to talk about Wolfman Jack, famous disc jockey, American disc jockey on a Mexican radio station. (laughs) Can, Can you do the howl? Could you do the howl, David? Not really. No. <laughs> You're not even going to try, are you? He had a really interesting voice, Wolfman Jack. <laughs> right? He, he, he was the first guy to do that with his voice. Kind of what? Made made famous in uh, American Graffiti. Yeah. In the movie, right? I mean, I think he was regionally famous before that, but uh, became a part of the, uh, the whole uh, public consciousness, probably as a result of, of American Graffiti. And now we're to the point where I don't know a whole lot else american graffiti put him on the map midnight special he was on the odd couple he was a regular guest on the howard stern show and look he has a star on the hollywood walk of fame a guest on howard stern way before howard stern was uh, was howard stern yes but i felt like i needed to do this one because a couple of reasons so many of our partners come from a radio background and wolfman had such an influence in that space plus It closes a loop on episode 23 on Dr. Brinkley. Remember Dr. Brinkley? Oh, yeah. The guy that, uh, do we, the, 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 let people people go back and listen to it to really get the punchline on it. But when we think about one of the things that happened with Dr. Brinkley, Dr. Brinkley was such a quack and such a thief that he was kicked off of radio stations in the United States. So he went south of the border. Uh-huh. In New Mexico, built this radio tower that had such a strong frequency that he could blanket all the U.S. and even into Canada. Uh huh. And guess what? That was the station that Wolfman Jack found himself on. Nice. So to me, it kind of closes this loop because this is the station where Wolfman Jack became famous and became an icon. And as we said, was an American Graffiti, Midnight Special, The Odd Couple, as a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Lifetime Achievement Award from the National Broadcasters Association. He's in Broadcast Pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. Like the list goes on and on. He had a big influence in not only radio, but pop culture. 
Sure. When did he start on, on that station? When did he get a foothold? Basically 1960 when he okay. got a foothold in that station. Now, his real name is Robert Weston Smith, and mm-hmm. he was born on January 21st, 1938 in Brooklyn, New York. He was a son of a truck driver, and he had this passion for music and entertainment at a young age. Wolfman Jack's family later moved to Norfolk, Virginia, where he attended high school and got his start in radio. He started on air as Duddy Jules on the radio station Newport News in Virginia in the 1950s. And one night, while playing music, he howled like a wolf, and a listener commented, sounds like you got a wolfman in there, and it (laughs) stuck. And he later added Jack to the name as a tribute to Jocko Henderson, an early influence of his. Wow. Okay. But he got into radio a bit by chance. In the 1950s, he's working as a gas station attendant in Virginia, and he would practice his DJ skills by talking to customers through the loudspeaker. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he did. (laughs) And so somebody came across and said, hey, I'm in radio. You should be on radio. And so that's basically how he got a start in radio. And then in 1960, he got onto that big station. X-E-R-F-A-M in Mexico, which is the huge one Mm -hmm. that was built by Dr. Brinkley that basically broadcasts all over the United States. And, you know, believe it or not, the station had a reputation for pretty controversial programming. Well, think about its history, right? And the station had a reputation for playing music that was too risque for the U.S., no real surprise. And Mm -hmm. he became, Wolfman Jack became really popular for his irreverent style and humor. And he did a lot of endorsements and advertisings. And, you know, when we were growing up, everyone knew who Wolfman Jack was. Sure, sure. Everyone knew. There are these just icons of radio that I feel like we'll never see another one like that because of the way uh, not just that industry has gone, but it's almost impossible to get that big anymore. I don't know. I'm, I might even be speaking out of turn. But I mean, there are there are actually there are guys like Joe Rogan who have a podcast listenership that's probably close to the size Oh yeah, of Wolfman Jack's audience, but a little bit weirder to put your finger on. Yes. One of the things that's different about broadcast media when we had these icons and broadcast media, it's a little bit more also of a shared experience because you're listening at the same time. Like it's really interesting. uh, Talk about a different icon, Lucille Ball, like the Lucy show. And they'll talk about how when the Lucy show came on air, it actually impacted traffic patterns because so many people were sitting down to watch television. It was much more of a shared experience. The Joe Rogan podcast is a different experience because I might listen to it today. You might listen to it tomorrow. I might listen to an episode three weeks from now. Right, right. We've both had that experience with people telling us about um, uh, Empire Builders episodes that they've listened to, right? Uh, Hey, Hey, I love that episode you guys just did. I'm like, which one's that? Because, you know, we we record these, you know, uh, a month or two in advance. Yeah. So when someone says the episode we just did, I don't know exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> it means the episode that they just listened to, not not the one we just did. Yeah. Right. If you're cruising around in the 1970s in your car and at night on main street in your town wherever that is and wolfman jack says something outrageous and you run into your buddies at the drive-in in a half hour 
you're all going to be talking about this shared experience, even though you maybe weren't in the same car when it happened. You're, you're going to sit around the office tomorrow talking about what was on I Love Lucy because you all had to watch it at the same time, even, yes. even if you weren't in the same room. Yes. So it's a weird, it's a different world now. It is a different world, but there are lessons to be learned from a guy like Wolfman Jack. When we think about radio personalities, there's a few that have stood out. Wolfman Jack, Howard Stern, Dick Clark, that's probably mm-hmm. it. Now, mm-hmm. what's interesting when you look at Howard Stern and Wolfman Jack, what made them stand out was one could say, well, you know, they're controversial and they're all this other stuff, but they had a character. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. Hey, Rick, how's it going? Okay, fine. That doesn't sound okay. Well, what is it? My business. What about it? You probably wouldn't understand. Hit me. Well, you know I love it. But? My revenues have flatlined and I'm not growing anymore. Okay. Well... It's frustrating and depressing, and it was so much better when we were growing. Oh, I bet it was. And nothing I've tried has moved the needle. What about talking to Steven? Steven who? You know, the guy that hosts this podcast. Really? You think he could help? I hear he runs a paid-for-performance marketing agency. I wonder how that works. Why don't you ask him? How? Book one of those free starter sessions on the podcast website. I don't know. You can't say you've tried everything. If you don't try this. You're right. I might even learn something. I bet you do. Thanks, man. Let's go grab a bite. Yeah, sounds good. Right after you call Steven. Okay, okay. Book your starter session on this podcast website. Just visit theempirebuilderspodcast.com and click on Get Started. Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. Now, Wolfman Jack made this character, the Wolfman, and he created this style around it. But this is what made him stand out, was developing of a character and a persona that he then developed and pushed out into the world. Howard Stern has a character and a persona. And if you want to become famous, you kind of need to develop a character. And that character cannot be ordinary. It's not your neighbor next door. That's not the character. The character actually has to be a little bit strange and weird. Yep. And that's true. When we're creating advertising campaigns, one of the things that we really work on is that whole idea of what is the character? And we develop, you know, that whole character diamond and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, there's gotta be something that is unusual about that character to make people connect with it. Even if it's just something that you uh, find as part of the the brand, part of the owner, and you just emphasize it. Yes. Because it's a little odd, right? It's almost like a caricature drawing. If you're drawing someone and they have a big nose, if you draw it like it's real and and they they have a, a big nose because they have a big nose, it's not emphasized. But if you draw it and the nose is huge, it becomes a caricature of them and in some ways instantly recognizable as them. Right. Even though it's it's a, a gross exaggeration of one or two features. And it's that gross exaggeration that makes it humorous and we connect with it. But it's interesting what you bring up because in some ways, Wolfman Jack's character was manufactured, but in other ways it was authentic because he was already in a radio station howling to the moon when somebody yeah. called in and said, sounds like there's a wolf man there. He just got a hold of that and probably made it bigger and brighter, shine the heck out of that penny, mm-hmm. right? Made it larger than life, but it was already there. 
He was already yeah. had that gravelly voice. He was already doing those things because he enjoyed he enjoyed doing them. He just probably leaned into it more. Yeah. Don't you wonder what he was like when he when he got home, kicked his shoes off, sat down? I doubt that he was Wolfman Jack at home. Well, here is a surprising <laughs> fact about Wolfman Jack. He was also an ordained minister. In the nineteen oh, seventies, okay. he became a licensed minister of the Universal Life Church and he began performing weddings and other ceremonies for friends and family, but seemingly he had quite a religious background and took the job as an ordained minister quite seriously. Very cool. Very cool. Big lesson here is be known for, for who you are, your authentic, your authenticity and, and your willingness to stand out. And if you want to be known, you have to be known for something. And if it's your character, it's about, as you said, it's about creating that caricature over-exaggerating something, something that's unusual, something that stands out that a person can then hang their hat on. Can't just be known. You have to be known for something. Absolutely. Well, cool. Uh, glad to hear the story of the Wolfman. You know, as a, as a teenage radio disc jockey myself, he was one of the guys that you knew who he was. Yep. Right. There's, uh, and, and I was in this isolated little town, but even I knew who Wolfman Jack was. Yeah, he was Back he was then. a legend and an icon, and it helps us close the loop on Doctor Brinkley. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't overlap, did they? He didn't. No, he didn't. No, no yeah, not at all. yeah. He, not at Brinkley all. was gone by the time. Oh, Brinkley good. was gone, but Brinkley had built the station and and kind of set the groundwork yeah. for doing controversial stuff. <laughs> yeah, who who knows what kind of medical procedures a guy named Wolfman would have been. <laughs> All right. Thanks, David. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share us. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave us a big, fat, juicy five-star rating and review. And if you have any questions about this or any other podcast episode, email to questions at the Empire Builders Podcast. 